When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a special draft review episode of Bengals and Brews. Crack it. Best let's, beer of the year, as Paul Daner Jr. says. Let's go. The draft's like Christmas, man. Everything's in front of us. Already a Super Bowl team. Added a lot of talented-ass players. I'm pumped. I'm hyped. Okay. How you feel? A lot, a lot of talented or... You know, last week on the pre-draft extravaganza, we went like two hours. With the amount of picks that the Bengals had, we could probably do this in about 15 minutes, honestly. But but we'll try to stretch this and, and have as much fun as we can. I'm feeling great. Hey, I'm we got to rock and roll. We got We've great guests. The first fantastic guest coming up. Bring him on now. It's our boy, Santori Miles. Giuseppe. I was here, but I forgot my chicken wings in the other room. Oh, I know. I put you in the back. I was like, he's doing something. Oh, he set down the vacuum, too. He did it. <laughs> there it is. It's gone. House cleaning. <laughs> Heck I, have to, yeah. I have to clean my cleaning supplies. <laughs> We're supposed to also be joined by Anthony Kazenza and Bengal Sands. Anthony's running a little late. Shoot, he's been covering the draft all weekend. So yeah, I know. It'll be cool I to know. get his perspective when he gets on. Our, our boy Jeff in the chat. Let's go. Woo. And Centauri, Centaurian, Centaur, whatever he likes. Are you doing hot sauce again? Are you drinking hot sauce again? Always take a shot of hot sauce. Shot, shot, shot. Good luck. Shot, shot. There. You're supposed to say everybody. Anyway, my bad, dude. Shout out. I want to do a shout out real quick, Matty Meyer yep. and stuff for the giveaway mm-hmm. we did. And we got a winner, a- Andrew Bacot, or I don't know exactly how to say his last name, but I'm going to be mailing that stuff out to him. I've already talked to him. I kept the black hat for myself, sending him the orange one. So <laughs> he, he said that was Heck cool. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, that. That black hat's clean, too. Oh, I love it. Matt, Matty's putting out some fire hats like that white one that Jeff has. Fire. Yeah. Like I could, stuff. I can't do white. I've, I've, I had a a white Under Armour hat that I took golfing all the time back in the day. Yeah, and that thing it lasted maybe a week. I mean, it, it's got grass stains and everything else all over it. And I'm like, did well, this draft finally end? Who is Mister Irrelevant? That's what I was trying to wait on. Oh, Brock, Brock Purdy from Iowa uh, State, Mister Irrelevant, quarterback. There we go. Here we go. So the draft is officially over. Um, we're officially going to go to the Super Bowl and win it this year. Mark it down. 
Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I'm 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 hyped. What 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 do you guys think about the draft? Well, Spender looking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, man. Start at the top. Daxton Hill. Yeah, I mean, we had him as a uh, – I think he was ninth on our board. <laughs> Let, oh, first, let's go ahead and give him his credit. Hey. Derek called hey. it. We'll give him his Who credit. Called give that? Him. Who called that? We're Derek, not I'm worried. Need you to take a Xanax, man. And that was the only one. <laughs> let's As All we're right. getting into Daxon Hill, let's go ahead and bring on Anthony as well. What's up, is. Anthony? Hey. What's up, guys? How are you? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Good. Sorry for being a couple. You right now. I mean, you got to go to Vegas and you got to enjoy the the nice scenery out there. How how was that? I got to pretend to be a big wig for a little while. It was kind of cool. Um, that city. I don't know if you guys ever been to Vegas or not, but that city was nah. absolutely. It was absolutely way more bonkers than it usually is. Um, and, and that's probably it, saying something. It is saying something. It is saying something. There were some really cool stories personally that I got out of it and um, really just really cool experience. I've never been to a draft, never covered a draft in person like that. So really cool experience. And then to see kind of what the Bengals did, especially in the first two nights, um, you know, I, I was I was pretty pleased with the first two nights. Uh, I don't know about you you guys, but um, yeah, just, just a, a wild experience and a fun weekend. And I'm sure you guys had some fun too. Yeah, Jeff Absolutely. said, "What's up, Strawberry Ice?" said, "What's up, Anthony?" Oh, so, Ice Man, the Ice Man, our yep. dude, our boy. We um, we were just we were just about to talk about the uh, first round pick, and I had to I had to gloat a little bit. That was it, out of all the guys, I said, "I don't think the Bengals are do will do it," but that is one guy that I definitely wanted. After it, watching, he said it, it over and over and over <laughs> and over. We're aware. After, after watching Michigan beat up on my Ohio State and, and watching him kick our ass, I definitely thought that he would be a, a good fit for the Bengals. But uh, let's get into the first round pick a little bit. What's your guys' thoughts on Daxon Hill? Can I go first? Let's go. We'll go you, then man. Anthony. You, then yeah. Anthony. Um, well, I, I think the Bengals definitely value versatility. Uh, just not just that pick, but every single pick in this freaking draft. Um, he's a very, very athletic guy. He can play slot. He can play safety. He can play in the box. He can play sub safety. There's, you know, a lot of talk that he can play outside. Uh, and I tweeted this more than a few times, but when you only have one defensive back under contract past 2023, start loading up. You, you get good because you acquire mm -hmm. talent. You acquire the right pieces. You stay good yep. because you prepare for when those guys leave. This is one of those moves I hate to say it. Some people are going to be leaving, and I'm, that's not ugh, not necessarily talking about Jesse Bates. But, but he, man, you never know. But, but you never know who's going to be here in three years. I know he's right. going to be here in three years. Load up on talent. It's versatile talent. It's freaking fast talent, and mm -hmm. he's a playmaker. Yeah. You can never have enough DBs. You can never have enough playmakers. Great pick. Yeah, Anthony, what's your thoughts? Uh, are you muted, Anthony? Sorry. Personally speaking, I uh, I uh, I was a fan of George Karloftis, not only because of just the, pro the profile and whatnot, but uh, I, I got to talk to him. Yeah, I got to talk to him there, and just a really, really cool guy. Uh, mm -hmm. And when he went one pick ahead, I'm like, ah. So personally speaking, I was a little bummed out about that. But yeah. like, like, uh, like Centauri just said here a second ago, I mean, it was like, 
it, it's a it's a pick that makes a lot of sense. It's a pick that you know you can you've seen Anarumo once he gets his guys and moves them yeah. around and do different things with them. What he can do and what he can create. And a lot of people are going, well, where's this guy going to play immediately? They've already got Bell. They've already got Bates. A lot of people forget about Ricardo Allen and him retiring and how Anarumo used to use yeah. that player as kind of a little Swiss Army knife type of player. There's a very similar profile here, I feel like, with Daxton Hill. That's going to be his initial role, I feel like, with the Bengals on defense, kind of mix and, mix and match and put him in different different matchups and kind of let him – I don't know. Let him play jazz a little bit, right? Let him let him kind of free range a little bit and uh, make some plays. That's kind of what I see initially. And then, of course, with what I know, we'll talk more about the other picks later. But with what they did later on in the draft, they kind of set themselves up. I know it's not the the most fun thing to talk about, but they've set themselves up with some contingency plans in the secondary and in particular at this the safety position with you know some of these expiring contracts they have coming up next year. So they want to have everything kind of teed up and maybe get a little leverage in the contract game. But I, you know, I, I, at first, I, after I got over Karloftis being picked right before him, uh, I really liked the pick, and I think it makes I think it makes a lot of sense. And you saw a theme for the most part, especially on the defensive side of the ball, a lot of high end athleticism, a lot of speed, a lot of versatility out of those players. Right, and yeah. uh, to, to kind of go with what he just said, um, I was really wanting some kind of a pass rusher like an Ebiketti and there were a few mm-hmm. guys sitting on that board and when we didn't take one of them I was like oh my god and I was just like <clears throat> it wasn't necessarily a dig on Daxton Hill it was just my heart wanted to go another direction yeah. and then yeah. I've I've been having to try and fight the good fight the last 24 or 36 hours whatever it's been <laughs> because everybody's like oh my god like yeah. Anthony just said where's he gonna play well, we gotta we got to talk Bengals Twitter off a ledge here. I, I gotta <laughs> say, shout out to my boy uh, Cheeks, Michael Blevins. Yeah, here. But, uh, really, really, hey, buddy. really quick though, we run six DB sets more than almost anybody in the NFL. I think we had like a thousand mm-hmm. snaps, second most in the NFL last year. Exactly. He's, he's going to have a spot, and he's going to play a lot of snaps. I, yeah, this I, is not I a standard said, defense. Yeah, I had said you know even with having Jesse Bates, even with Von Bell, even with uh, Eli Apple, Mike Hilton, you know this guy as a rookie will still get five to seven hundred snaps on offense or on defense, easy. And and not that's not including if he takes any special team snaps. You know, with that speed, yeah, I know you don't want to put necessarily put your first round pick on on special teams, but I can see him, you know, doing stuff like that. What what's your guys' thought? Well, he's a Swiss Army knife. He's gonna. They're going to find a way to utilize his talent. I would prefer yeah. to not see my first round pick on special teams, but you know, if you want to run some sets where you've got like two nickel corners, or if you've got you know three or four safeties out there, I mean, shit, look what they did to the Chiefs in the last couple games they played them, where they had like eight, eight defensive guys backs. out there. Yeah, yeah, they were running a like a three-one-seven or something at one. Yeah, point. They, and and I think there, there's going to even... be points that he's used a lot. I, I was about to say they were even dropping uh, Sam Hubbard back in coverage a little bit on those two, and and he kind of planned the spiral. So you, you know he'll definitely he'll definitely get some snaps. But um, going into the Daxton Hill pick just a little bit before we transition to the second. Well, round. Well, do I even um, get to speak about it? Like shit, no, I've been yeah. trying to be patient. I've hey, been waiting. Hey, go, I thought listen, I'd get a chance. You were to at supposed least to be nice opinion. to me. You were supposed to be nice to me, so I guess that. This is what happens when I'm nice to you. Show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? What? Being nice to you is just not talking because you know I can't do it. Exactly. 
No, but I was just going to say, um, you know, you guys were talking about the defensive backs versus the edge rusher and kind of that kind of thing. Um, I really thought that the, the Bengals were in a prime trade back role or spot for that, you know, and I, I thought that they would do it because I thought, like I said earlier, that was the pick. Dak Hill was the guy I wanted, but I didn't think the Bengals would do it. So that, that's just my two cents on that. Hey, Dale, what are you thinking? I'm, I'm allowed to speak now? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, no, I, I was with Anthony, I, like George Karloftis. I just fell in love with the, the thought of it, you know, a couple of days before because I didn't allow myself to think he would fall. And there was yeah. just so much smoke leading up to it from national guys. And I'm like, okay, we got a real shot to get Karloftis. The draft's going. I'm like, oh, he's right there, you know. Yeah. So he goes off the board one pick before. So it broke my heart a little bit. But Daxon Hill was the guy I would have taken. He was the best available guy there was, in my opinion. Like, I had three players above him, one of them being Andrew Booth, but that injury history was so extensive that I, I had said on Strawberry Ice's show on Thursday, I said, I, I wouldn't take him in the first round. It just worried me too much. It gave me John Ross vibes. So, um, <laughs> oh, uh, and I had Nakobe Dean, which also injury history, and Malik Willis, who's a quarterback. Obviously, we weren't going to take a quarterback. So we took right. best player available, and that's what you should do when you're in the position the Bengals are and you're a Super Bowl contending team. All right, let's add. Uh, let's add Mike. Get his thoughts before we move on <laughs> to the second round. Real quick, hey. um, Iceman asking if I got a deer today. I was. It's turkey season, not deer season. But anyway, he didn't get a turkey either. He didn't. <laughs> I did not get a turkey. Bengals fans, what's what's your thoughts? Um, on a first pick, we're just now on the yeah, first pick. That's the new. Yep. Oh, I came just in time. <laughs> yeah, if Derek, Derek's talked about it for four hours because he had the pick. So I love <laughs> it. Missed I nothing. Uh, Dax Hill's a great pick just because of how the board fell. George Karloftis going one pick ahead of them. <laughs> Kyer Elam going to the Bills. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, like in a vacuum. Like if I thought it, it's like I don't know, B or so. But like because of who was there, it's probably. a and A is one of the best picks you could make, and they didn't make a reach. They didn't reach for um, – I think Gordon's good, but maybe they just didn't like Gordon, but they didn't like end up taking Cam Taylor-Britt at 31. They took him at 63 where he's a value. Yeah. So I'm into the pick. Yeah. Now everyone's scared to speak. <laughs> I'm eating. I, it's, yeah, um, that, that's the whole thing. You know, it, and it's really hard to, to say – in my opinion, I I give the obviously I love the pick, but I give it an A just because I personally think as far as the board goes, that was the best value at that pick. So I I think you can't I don't think you can give them, necessarily give them a lower grade because in my opinion that was the best player on the board. So if it's the best player on the board, you I'd say you got to go with an A. But what's your guys' thoughts as far as uh, grades go for that that pick? I guess I'd go B plus A minus. Um, personally speaking, yeah. I mean, I again, I think I think it made a lot of sense. Here's the thing: I think a lot of people, and and my, I, I get personally caught up in this too. I mean, you want your first round pick to be like, hey, this is a guy that's going to play a lot of snaps for you immediately, right? We're talking right. about the Bengals who just made the Super Bowl and they just went all in in free agency on the offensive line. They've made a bunch of acquisitions. They're not a team that needs a guy necessarily to come in right away and play a boatload of snaps right away. I'm not saying Hill will or won't play a lot of snaps right away. You can you can find creative ways to get him on the field. But I think we have to take this – I think Mike kind of touched on it a little bit there. 
we have to kind of take it into perspective, not only how the board fell at that, at that spot and how the board fell later for some of these picks, but also in, in what position the Bengals are as a team coming off of last year, coming out of this free agency period, because they are in a lot, a lot better of a position as a roster and as a team than they were the past couple of years when you needed these first round picks, these second round picks to come in and play a lot of snaps and be impactful right away. So I think, I think it makes, in that regard, I think it makes a lot of sense for the team for future contingency plans in the defensive backfield. And also immediately speaking, you can kind of get, you can kind of have fun with this player, right? You can, you can put him in a lot of different matchups and and do a lot of different things with him. And uh, he may not get a a boatload of snaps right away, but like I said, I, I really see him fitting into that Ricardo Allen role initially, and then maybe growing into a bigger one as as the years go on. Well, and I think yeah. that's why Twitter's kind of on fire right now with that pick, where they're not super in love with it or where they weren't. I think they've kind of talked themselves into it at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you have a good team, and this is how Super Bowl teams always end up picking, you typically don't have a whole lot of holes. You don't have a whole, especially if you've you're a young Super Bowl team moving forward. Your picks yeah. aren't going to be the sexy Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase picks. You don't need that. You've already got all that shit set aside. So what yeah. you're looking forward to is you need to, you know, bolster the roster, secure it, get some depth. They're not going to be these sexy, splashy moves. There's going to be a lot of backup pieces. There's going to be some developmental pieces. There's going to be guys that, quite frankly, you might not see for a year or two. But guess what? When you have some of these other guys leave, because bad part about being good is you can't keep everybody. You already have the next man up. And then you're not into a situation where they were a few years back of, oh, shit, we lost everybody. What are we going to do? You've already got that plan taken care of. That's why this draft was so important. Yeah. And that's one thing that it's – for a guy, for a fan base that – absolutely loves Von Bell, absolutely loves Jesse Bates, and loves what they bring to the team. It's really, really hard, I think, to say, okay, these guys might be the replacement, but you don't want to go into next year not having those guys in case something happens. Do we want to sign them? Yes. Do we think – do I think that Jesse Bates will ultimately be signed or Von Bell? I think one of the two will definitely come back, hopefully both of them. But if they don't, I think you definitely want to have those guys waiting in the wings. All right. Uh, I give the pick an A, in my opinion, because like I had said, I thought he was the best player available. I thought anytime you take best player available and you're picking all the way at 31, and it's a guy who's going to have a, a good role on your team, and I think he has Pro Bowl potential, it's an A. So we ready to move on to pick two? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, su- surprising thing, we traded up twice this weekend. That's probably my most surprising <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Mike, and we'll just kind of go around the clock. Anthony up to uh, Santori, and then to Derek. What kind of clock do you read, Dale? The one that says <laughs> I'm going with the guy below me, and then on the side, others that side, and then all this, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to find out some undrafted free agent stuff on my phone right now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Cam Taylor-Britt, I've watched one game, but I came away, he does my favorite thing that a corner does, is why I love Kyrie Elam so much, is that he's patient. He's really mm-hmm. patient, he's got good ball skills, and he's got straight line athleticism, and those are three things I'm looking for. Um, I think he's got a little bit of, uh, his change of direction, he looks like he's not perfectly balanced, and sometimes he's like stumbling out of his breaks, and he has a little bit of false steps, which he actually mentioned in an interview, and I thought that was really 
um, open and honest. And I, I was like, wow, that's cool. He's just mentioning one of his weaknesses that I actually saw. Um, and uh, yeah, his eyes can be a little more disciplined. He's a 20, 21, 22 year old guy in college. So it all gets better. Uh, to me, love the pick. Trading up, whatever, because it was, I think they gave up a late six for it. And honestly, we see who they're picking. And I don't know any of these guys that's going <laughs> these late six, seventh round picks. So, I mean, maybe they end up being good. But to me, if you really love Cam Taylor Britt and you didn't like Martin Emerson or you knew you wanted a corner, giving up a, a flyer special teamer to go get him, that's fine with me. So, I, I, I really like that pick. Quick timeout before we go around the clock. We just signed our, I guess, our first undrafted free agent. And I have no okay. idea how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Wide receiver out of uh, Coastal Carolina, Javon Hiley? Healy? I don't know. Yeah, they like were all over Coastal yeah. Carolina this yeah. season. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, season, weren't they? 66 yeah. receptions, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns last year. So All okay. those guys. And then uh, didn't Isaiah likely go to Coastal? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've had a new – they had a like yeah. a generational renaissance over in that team over the last that, three or yeah. four years. Yeah. So I mean, th- there's some talent coming out of there. You never know. Yeah. That's, I've uh, seen a lot looks of people, like the first one. A lot of people had a draftable grade on him. Yeah. Real quick, I just want to say something. Um, speaking on Cam Taylor Britt, we are almost to twenty thousand dollars raised for the uh, stem cell treatment that that uh, the CJ Knight needs that. I don't know if, if y'all saw the post that he had. Um, so if if we get some people in the chat to, to donate and and they end up getting over twenty thousand dollars, we'll do a Bengals and Brews t-shirt giveaway live on air. If oh, I thought you were going to say you would personally match. If we could, raise, <laughs> you would personally match twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, no, I, I don't know about all that, but but now yeah, you're putting them on the spot. Yeah, we will definitely <laughs> give away a Bengals and Brews t-shirt. Um, or a T-shirt, live, twenty thousand or a T-shirt, yeah, one or the other. A T-shirt, one yeah. or the, one of the two, right? But yeah, we're at they're at nineteen thousand eight hundred thirty-six dollars right now, so it's darn close. So let's see if, if the Bengals community can get them there. But yeah, right. Anthony, thoughts on uh, Cam Taylor Brett? Yeah, I love it, absolutely love it. Uh, I again, it's just athletes, 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 and I think what what um kind of plays into what Mike was just talking about a second ago and I, I kind of wanted to talk about it with Hill but it, it plays nicely here I guess too if you look around the look around the landscape of the league right teams are collecting wide receivers they're collecting talented pass catchers at the tight end position they are loading up on offense I, I think selfishly we look at it we say they're trying to emulate what the Bengals created last year right in some regards right. but you look at that and you know, the Bengals have their top three wide receivers in place. They have their quarterback. They spent all kinds of money and resources to get three new starters on the offensive line. So now this is where you go, okay, let's get guys who can cover. Let's get guys who can run. Let's get guys who are physical on the d- defensive side of the ball. And now as these teams are playing catch up with us, presumably in a lot of different regards, loading up on offense, we have some of the weapons and some some maybe developmental guys. Again, they may not be guys that get boatload of snaps right away, but they they are they got guys that can counter what other teams have done this this off season. And as the as the AFC has loaded up in a, in a lot of different ways, you know, you, you look at these types of picks and you go, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I like I like the profile. I like the speed. I like the the. I mean, just 
just everything. And Zach Taylor right away, right out of the gate, as uh, after the the pick was made, he said he's going to compete at outside corner right away for us, right? So um, yeah. that's that's the plan. Uh, you know, the Bengals, we all kind of saw outside corner, whether it's developmental and work behind Eli Apple, compete with or what have you. That was mm-hmm. a need. And uh, they got I, – I felt really good value with that pick there. And um, so, you know, those first two picks, I, I – I really liked them. Uh, I, I thought there were, the value was there, and I thought that it matched some. I mean, their needs aren't desperate needs, as we know, but uh, it matched some some long term need, and I, I like both those picks. Can I just copy and paste everything I said for Daxton Hill? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, it it goes back to what do you have, what do you not have? How do we keep building forward? And then you look at the way the rest of the league is shaping up. Everybody's building an arms race. Well, it's a passing yeah. league, so you're either going with the pass or you're trying to stop the pass. One of the bigger faults with the Bengals last year, as much as a lot of people don't really want to admit it, is there were times where they really struggled trying to slow down the pass game. Now, what you have is you have an open competition at cornerback two with Cam Taylor-Britt, Eli Apple. I think Taylor-Britt mm-hmm. probably has a little bit of a leg up, being that he's younger and he's one of – their guys that they drafted and that Eli's on a one-year contract and he's kind of a jackass, but <laughs> beyond oh, that, come on, I love Eli. Mm, we, we love Eli in this, in this household. Okay. You can, you can love Eli. <laughs> um, he's, he's all right. And his mouth gets him in trouble. It's but, his Twitter. Just take his Twitter away. He'll be great. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, uh, it, it's a good pick. It, it builds depth. It secures the roster. You don't have – that was kind of one of the holes, if you really want to call it a hole that they had, is that yeah. they could use some more depth and maybe create a little bit of a competition for the number two corner. And, you know, they, I think they got really good value. I know there's some people in the comment section saying that they had a third-round grade on them. Well, it's the mm-hmm. back end of the second round. You know, yeah. it, it's they, not like this yeah. was pick 34 and they reached for somebody – that had a 95th spot grade. You know, I, I think we had around a 70th grade on him. They took him around 60. That's not really a reach. Mm-hmm. He, that's right there. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's a, a third-round grade on him and and just trade back one pick and right you're there the you go. Like, yeah, you're in the third round. So, so no, I, mean, I think it's a great pick, great value. There was not a single reach in this draft, in my opinion, and I know there's a couple yeah. people who think there were, but – I thought they did a great job. Um, real quick before we uh, continue, going uh, back to Dax a little bit, when you were talking about uh, Cam Taylor being in position to to compete for that starting role, do you think Cam? Do you think Dax Hill? I'm sorry, has a has a potential to compete for either Von Bell or or Mike Hilton or you know one of those two spots right away. Um, I don't think he's going to take any of their jobs. I think he might get some time if they need a play to come out or if someone's hurt or if there's a rotational situation Um, the year after this year, depending on who comes back or who gets cut short. Yeah. Um, But this year I I think he's, he's kind of going to be, I, I, this is how I envision him. I think he's going to kind of be like a Tyron Matthew. I see him playing all over the place. I see him in the nickel. Mm-hmm. I see him coming off the slot. I see him sub-package linebackers, dropping back at safety at times. Giving there's, everybody breathers each and every snap. There's not a thing you can't really do with him. He's he's yeah. utility. Um, do I think eventually he'll have a lockdown spot? 
maybe, but Tyron Matthew never really had a lockdown spot. I know his position technically says free safety or strong safety or wherever you want to look, but at the end of the day, you can't really game plan for those guys. You know, think about mm-hmm. like Troy Polamalu. He's kind of everywhere. You know, that's kind of where yeah. they're going to place him. I'm not saying he's going to be that level, but that's kind of how he's probably going to be used. He's a great blitzer. He's great in the box. He can play outside. He can play in the slot. I don't see him taking anybody's job, but I see him being a, a fun toy on the defense. Mm-hmm. I got nothing else to add. You guys. You guys nailed it with the uh, Cam Taylor Brits and all that. So, uh, yeah. And what do you think, what do you think, Dale? Oh, I'm allowed to speak again. No, <laughs> that was a tease. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I called it on Jeff's show. I, I said I was hoping Roger McCreary would be the guy that fell if we didn't take a corner in the in the first round for my second round guy. But I said I could see Cam Taylor Britt. There was a Nebraska connection, and yeah. there was also. Uh, He's a team leader. It's the culture that Zach Taylor's been building this whole time. That's been very important. Captains, team leaders, good character guys. They like to get those guys in here. I love it. I love the pick. I give it a solid B just because, I mean, talent-wise, I had him one of those, you know, fringe third round, top of the third round. But you can't complain when you're picking at the end of the second, like Sam Torrey said. So I, I thought it was a good pick. I think he'll come, you know, he'll play special teams. He can come in, compete with Eli Apple. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. So, uh, we ready to move to the third round then? We have another yep. signing. Can you oh, pronounce really? the name this time? No. <laughs> you can't. Wow, they're killing you. <laughs> the long oh. snapper for Pitt, Cal Automatis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clark Harris or, or nobody, so. Yeah. Like he's got better hair than Clark Harris. I'll say it right I now. I don't care what? about that. There is no way. There is oh, no way. Blasphemy. Absolutely. Yeah. He has some Greek, Bro, Greek You may have God to get flow. off the show, dude. I don't Listen. want to be associated with somebody that makes <laughs> statements like that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, saying. it's going to give him a run for his money. He has got some serious flow. He's looking like Amadeus or Hercules out here. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Third round, Mike. We'll, we'll swing it back that way. Zach All Carter right. from Florida. I, 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 I'll I just speak real quick that I personally was like, Perry on Winfrey, Perry on Winfrey. <laughs> so I had I had to just say nothing for a minute before I spoke on it because I do like the prospect, but my guy didn't go, and everyone always gets upset. That's kind of the draft. But <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of upset just because I watched Perry and Winfrey, and I didn't watch this guy. So I was like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know, Damn. I was – Time, time out. What? I'm sorry. I'm horrible. No, we, you, no, shut the fuck up. We signed <laughs> another one. We signed another one. Okay. And he's also from Coastal Carolina. Oh my gosh. We we got Good their Lord. running back, Shermani Jones. Don't interrupt right. for some bullshit. If it's somebody cool like Justin Ross or Carson Strong, or signings are signings. Shut the hell up, Mike. Continue. <laughs> you know what, Mike? I uh. So I don't know much about uh, Zach Carter. Um, I know some people hated the pick. Some people think he was a value. I know that uh, in Ace Boogie's thing that he does, he was like the most likely three tech to go. And I was like, all right, makes sense. Once I saw 280 pounds, he played on the edge. I was like, yeah, Bengals love him. because He's a big guy. (laughs) Big guy on the edge. Uh, So I I get it. He's a versatile piece that can move pretty, probably going to stay pretty tight to the tackle, but either inside or outside of him. 
um i like it uh but i haven't watched so like i don't really have too many opinions about it just like all right this makes sense i thought they wanted to go to this position and this guy looks like he fits but uh yeah mm -hmm. I, I was rooting for winfrey just because i watched him already so it would make my job easier to just be able <laughs> to use those clips yeah absolutely yeah nobody uh nobody likes to have to do more work right <laughs> yeah uh, I, I I I like the pick in some ways. I mean, it was a little bit of a surprise. There's some of the bigger names, like we mentioned, especially if you're looking at you know three tack or what whatever on on the Bengals draft board. Um, you know, I, I was a little surprised by this. It just wasn't really one that I had truly on the radar. If you actually look at some of the clips of him, I mean, he's got the build of an, a really athletic guy, from what you can tell, mm -hmm. and kind of like what Mike said. You know, he played some edge and then you can kick him inside on some passing situations if you wanted to do that as well. So, again, versatility. That was like the key of this draft. Versatility, athleticism, speed, all that kind of stuff. That's what they valued. That's what Carter brings to him. And, you know, probably wasn't the guy a lot of us, I think, pegged for this pick. Probably wasn't my absolute favorite, but I, I think it does make some sense uh for, for the Bengals and it gives a guy he's not the same build he's not the same player as, as a as a cam sample but kind of you can use yeah. a guy like that where you got him on the outside a little bit you can kick him inside occasionally and get yourself some some help that way I think so uh, you know I, I think it makes sense just probably wasn't the guy that we all would have jumped up and down about at that spot um and then you saw I didn't Winfrey go in the fourth um early fourth uh, as well so you know that was a guy yeah. that you kind of probably would, would have gone higher than than a, a Carter, but did not. So I, I think the Bengals kind of and other teams had a little bit of a similar viewpoint on on those players there. Yeah, guys like that, and uh, I mean Nicobe Dean falling. You know, players like that. It, it makes you wonder. Now we we heard what happened with Nicobe Dean, but Perry on Winfrey falling. Did we did we hear anything on that? No, I, all I heard, I, the only things I kind of heard was maybe a little limited against the run, right, Mike? Uh, you probably know better than I. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, Oklahoma didn't give a crap about playing against the run either. Right. So <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. about, right. they had him rush the passer from nose tackle. And it was like, I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Go ahead, Santori. It's your turn. <laughs> are, we, are we good with me to talk again? I pouted. I went away. I came back. Um, I mean, it just I, I feel like I'm just going to echo Anthony this entire time. The, the key to this draft for them was getting guys that they trust, moderate to really good production, guys that yeah. fit what they want to do in terms of versatility. Uh, I think he's kind of just going to do that role of like Hubbard and Sample, kick inside, kick outside, another just rotation. Mm -hmm. Um there's a really good key to pass rush and it's to have multiple bodies and keep them fresh. That can all do different things. You never know where they're going to come from. So I, I just think it fits what they want to do. He's an athlete. He can play multiple spots. He's, I, I hate when people say, Oh, he's a tweener. Well, that <laughs> I like tweeners, man. They can play anywhere. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What'd you say? You like it, what? It cut out, it cut out in the beginning. Wieners. Oh, okay, he you. said, I like wieners. For... Wow. So, uh, that was I literally when they was talking about him, um, and they, they had mentioned twe tw uh, tweener. You're struggling and, now. Yeah. My, Sarah asked me, my wife asked me, she goes, what's a tweener? I said, it's literally a versatile guy that nobody likes. If they don't like him, they call him a tweener. 
if they do like him, they say he's versatile. And yep. so that's 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 what I was my thought on him. Just to add something, you know, kind of to talk about these last three, uh, the first three picks that we've kind of talked about a little bit. One thing that kind of came to mind and I was thinking about not only after the picks were made, but just kind of leading up to the week is if you guys remember in the Marvin Lewis era, it was you. There was there was a lot of rigidity on the roster in terms of what players they picked and what they could do and what they were specified to do. It was like, okay, you're going to be a four, three edge rusher and that's that. You're going to be a nose tackle and that's that you're going to be, you're going to be an outside boundary corner and that's that, you know what I mean? And, and they've picked guys going back to this versatility thing. And I've just been thinking about it. And this is something that's really changed not only, I guess, within the, what the NFL has become, but just in the Zach Taylor era with the Bengals is they just look for players that they can trust to do a lot of different things, kind of Jack of all trades players in a lot of different sp- uh, spots. So, um, yeah. and, and I think, I think this draft class kind of exemplifies that to some degree. Well, Zach's Absolutely. had a couple of years to really figure out what he wants to do. Lou's had that same amount of time, and it's it's very evident what they look for in players. They they very very much value versatility. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And um, so, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Going going into the uh, the fourth round, uh, the fourth round pick, uh, Cordell Volson. I know there was a lot of people oh, that man. were upset with that pick. Um, just because of the fact that the the players that were on the board, but I just I think you need to you need to at least have one offensive lineman in every draft, in my opinion. And for for us to get this guy, no sacks allowed in. I I think was was it his entire was it just last year or was it his entire college football career? I think it was either, either one's career. good. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, yeah, either one's great. Yeah, um, I, I think it might have just been this year, but I don't know that for sure. Okay. But I will Played say, I'm seeing that we might have signed uh, Ben Brown from uh, from Mississippi. That's a guard yes. center, so that's okay. actually one that you know could have been mentioned when you were talking, Sam yeah. Dory. Hey, you told me not to mention anybody you don't care about. <laughs> yeah, I like Ben Brown. Brown. I, th- I could see him making the roster. I could see him compete with Trey Hill to be that this center guy, guard prospect. This guy. Primarily played right tackle at um, at North Dakota State. Um, obviously, we have we have Lyle Collins or Lyle, however however you say his name. I'm not good at all that stuff. Um, LC, we did LC. LC, LC. That's what we'll call him. I going talking into offensive line. We did extend um, Jonah Williams. He got his fifth year extension or not ex- extended. We. Gave him his fifth-year option. That's what we did. Um, So, if you guys want to talk about Cordell Volson and kind of talk a little bit about Jonah Williams as well, getting the fifth-year option and your thoughts on that. We'll start with you, Mike, on Volson. I don't have much to say on it because I was always taught if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So, I don't (laughs) even need to answer this one, but you guys rolled around. (laughs) <laughs> um, no opinion. Don't know him. Don't didn't watch him. I didn't even know his name. Uh, I was kind of hoping they'd take a guy that like I did. Once again, I watched Jamari Sawyer, so I was kind of hoping that was the pick. <laughs> so it just makes my life easier. But like, yeah. And oh, finding North Dakota State film is going to be an adventure. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't really have much opinion on the pick because I, I haven't watched him. I do think that 
by consensus, you could look at Kennard and Sawyer, and those guys are probably higher. But, hey, the NFL views guys how they view them. Um, mm-hmm. He could end up being great. Anybody being taken in the fourth round, probably developmental piece. So a lot of this comes down to the coaching staff and what they can do. I don't know. Uh, I went to Youngstown State, though, and their rivals with North Dakota State. So, you know, that kind of leans me towards uh, this is the wrong pick. But, uh, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Maybe this guy's yeah. a good Dakota boy. <laughs> Anthony, what's your thoughts? Well, I was I was surprised by it. Um, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Not a guy that I think a lot of us had on the radar. But here's the thing, you know, I as I watched, I, I didn't get in front of too much TV time today with it. But you know, I, I watched that pick being made, and I listened to Todd McShay, and you can say what you want about him and his evaluations of players. But Todd McShay really liked the guy. And Todd McShay talked about, you know, his versatility potentially at the next level. And I believe he's he's had starts at uh, basically every position on the offensive line, save for center. So, you know, again, that versatility thing comes into play. And from what limited clips I did see, there is a tenacity there. There is a, a finisher there. I think what, what you're getting is, you know, a, a pretty good, um, a pretty good kind of player but just with very limited athleticism and of course you've got the small school questions it seems like so um you know is this guy going to be some people believe he's he's got the opinions on this guy are all over the map depending on who you ask right i mean it's like he's he was either late day three value or late day two value i mean it ranges all over the place it just kind of beauty's in the eye of, of the beholder and i think this was just a frank pollock pound of the table for this guy right i mean that's just kind of my my view of him and when you see the tape, you see kind of that glass eater type of thing. And yes, I wanted to reemphasize glass eater because we're not coming up <laughs> first parts of, of words here. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's from very limited, you know, like what Mike said, I, I gotta, I gotta see more on this guy cause it's very limited, but um, from clips I saw, there's a lot of finishing blocks and, and, and things like that. So um, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't love it, but Again, I, I just envision this being Frank Pollock saying, "This is the guy." If you got to get me an offensive lineman, you got to get me one in the fourth round. Yeah. This is the guy I want. Frank Pollock had the button up on that pick, right? Seemed like it. <laughs> I will add well, just one quick thing: It's just like, yeah, North Dakota State's a small school, but they're basically the Alabama of the S- FCS. So it's like, yeah, they are the juggernaut. If you're going to pick, a yeah, sport. they've won a bunch of FCS titles consecutively or something, right? Yeah, yeah, they're jerks. <laughs> <laughs> well i i guess i can finally say that i watched somebody on film that mike didn't which is a, a huge rarity um i liked him on film i had a, a late four to an early five on him um hmm. w- one of the things that I, I noticed like anthony said he is he is a finisher he's a little bit nasty he's kind of like i, I would kind of comp him to like trevor penning but not as polished to where he's got that mean streak in him but Trevor Penning mm-hmm. was kind of a lack of a term. He was kind of a bitch to where he would let it out when he got beat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Th- yeah. This guy actually plays with a, a controlled tenacity about him. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people threw a fit because when you look at the RAS, they use his combine numbers as a tackle. It's not pretty when you look at that. If you use his pro day numbers, which were significantly better, like they're always a little better, but these are miles better. And then you look at him as a guard, which is where they've said 18 times today that's where he's going to play. He goes from like a 4.5 RAS to like a 9-2. Like 
So yeah. he's going to be a wicked athletic guard. A little tall at 6'6 six, six mm-hmm. for a guard, but I'm not mad about having giant guys in front of Joe Burrow. Um, yeah. They've said they really want him to pull. His three-cone and his shuttle times show that he's agile and quick enough to do that. He probably is a project, but I'm not mad about having athletic guys who want to kick someone's ass on the offensive line. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I saw in the chat, uh, Iceman wanted to know what, what everybody's drinking. This, this, this is the Bengals and Brews. I did want to say I am drinking a – get the camera on here – a Braxton's. Braxton Brewery Garage Beer Premium Line. So this is a Bud Light line, but better. So that's what I'm drinking right now. Uh, what sanatory are you drinking? The Mountain Dew? You got the Mountain Dew going? I got my oh, hot, hot sauce. sauce. You got your hot sauce. Okay. I, There's drinking I hot sauce. Big <laughs> shots of hot sauce during every show. Woo, <laughs> it keeps me awake, man. Yeah. Wow. Stan's, wow. Stan's what are you sipping on? I could run downstairs and grab something real quick. Mm-hmm. And a Mountain Dew. Hey, if you, if you want to, it's, it's. I mean, this is a no peer pressure zone. But all right, I'll be right know. back. Dale's gonna come back with like an entire beer cart. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, Dale, Dale, <laughs> we all know what you're drinking. Dale's got the great tasting, less filling Miller Light, and you're on mute. But hey, that's I good have too. an ice cold, delicious Miller Light here. Green <laughs> Bay Anheuser Busch. If you'd like to sponsor us, DM me, Dale Waltman. DM at Bengals Brews account. Yeah. DMs are always open, and I will accept free beer as a sponsorship. Yeah. Don't worry about it for me, you guys. I mean? Miller Lite tastes like horse piss. I, oh, I got to tell you, I'm I'm drinking soda water because oh. because do you know where you know, I was he, this week? I was going to say, do Vegas, you know where yeah. I was this week? <laughs> okay, so, so you, I need something that's a little more drink. hydrating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. you probably drank more more. This hey, I worked. I worked hard, but I I did play hard. Man. Work hard, play okay. harder, right? S- yeah. S- side yeah. note, Anthony, what was the best place you ate at in Vegas? I'm I'm a foodie. I need to. Know. Oh yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Oh, we got Ryan guys in the house. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, you know, there was a there was a spot in Caesars that was pretty good. Um, it was open. It's kind of right off the lobby. I I can't remember. It's American something. I can't remember. It's kind of a a barbecue place that was pretty good. It's open 24 hours, so that was kind of cool. And then um, there was a sushi spot. I was staying in the MGM Grand. There's a sushi spot in there. Uh, okay. It was a little, they're a little uh, hoity-toity. Uh, I don't know if that's a good <laughs> phrase well, or not. They were very, they were very <laughs> like I don't know. It was very elite, uh, elitist. It was very elitist. Yeah, yeah I was like, <laughs> do you want do you want me to sit down and eat or don't you? Um, but the food ended up being pretty good at that place too. But um, truth be yeah. told, I missed out on like a lot of meals. I, I you know, uh, I didn't, I didn't hog out on a lot of on a lot of food unfortunately i was kind of bouncing around a lot so um so no del taco no in and out where i'm at i get in and out at any time yeah. I want. well <laughs> that's true yeah. Yeah. yeah i do gotta ask this though was there any best place while you were out that way um, on the Bengals against the Bengals, you know, against the, you know, you got your UCLA guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say it. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a bet place. So I don't want to jinx it. I, hey, I, we, we will talk interview. about the bet, the actual yeah, bet. We just thought, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll end I had an there. interview so. with, uh, with Trey Wingo out there, which was oh, really, okay. really yeah. cool. Um, and he's now with Caesar Sportsbook. And mm-hmm. so we were talking about some stuff. And as I told him, I'm like, I'm a dope. I usually every year go to Vegas and put some money on the Bengals. And last year was just the one year I did not. Um, that, <laughs> oh. And I could have won. I kind of know I could have won a lot of money. I had the feeling about it too early. I'm like, I think yeah. I'll go kind of far this year. Um, and I didn't. 
So, um, yeah, I was pretty bummed about that. So I tried so, to remedy the situation this year on that front. So Anything every else year, on, uh, Volson? Oh, I think we were on to the next thing. If, if you had something to, to speak on Volson. No, I already said I, no, I just didn't know <laughs> if we were going to go. Like, yeah. We had no, so I, much to say. We started talking about beer and food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That is, exactly. that is usually 60 percent of our show <laughs> so no, but i was i was just going to say real quick that's what um my wife goes to vegas every year for her uh paparazzi thing that she does and i told her last year i said please i begged her because she was down there in august i said i i said please put a hundred dollars down on the Bengals to go to the super bowl and she didn't do it and i'm like <laughs> i told her i said do you realize how much play money you would have this year when you go to Vegas and cash that bad boy in, if, if you would have made that bet. But that's neither here nor there. I'll have like 37 uh, bets for her to place while she's down there this year, though. <laughs> right. Moving on to Tyson Anderson. Traded up. Yeah. I didn't see that coming when they traded up. I didn't see another mm -hmm. safety as the pick. And, like, I had nothing against the pick. I was just like, okay, it's probably the writing on the wall for Jesse Bates. Money-wise and just everything. That's how I feel. And, and maybe the writing on the wall for Von Bell. Whatever. It's business. It's it happens. But yeah. uh just as a player, I had I had a third or fourth round grade on him, and we got him in the fifth. So I like the player. Like he's a yeah. damn good player, and he's gonna be a dominant special teams player. He plays all special teams. We'll uh, start with you, Mike, on your thoughts on him. Uh, uh, another guy. I haven't watched him, but uh, the I don't know if it's uh, really running on the wall for Jesse Bates. Maybe if he plays really well, but when you get into this range in day three, these guys are a little bit more of a special teams pick and a little bit more backup. But like when they they are type that if they play well, they could steal a job. But yeah, yeah to me, I thought okay, that's probably a, a Darren Simmons pick, and maybe Lou Anarumo is also very into him. Yeah. What was what was Brandon Wilson's uh, draft? pick i was trying to look it up i think he's a fifth or sixth was he fifth or sixth? i believe okay. I, I think i could be way wrong but i think he was like 203 you okay. know, i think it started like low twos trying That's to be accurate awful. six so, yeah, round two very very close oh. i was going to say very close wow. to close. um where where this guy was picked at 166 overall he's really fast i think i saw that yeah yeah, yeah. i did see that <laughs> Yeah, Everybody I mean, it was fast. That was like a theme of this draft. Yeah, it's it's traits, right? I mean, it's just yeah. it, at this point, it's it's can you can you you get a guy here that's got speed, size, all kinds. You know, he he, he tested. You know, I I got to go back and look, but I mean, the, it's it's the speed, it's the size, it's all that kind of stuff. And can you can you harness all of that and make him into a productive pro at some point, whether that's a starter, or a ro rotational player? I mean, it's a fifth round pick, and you try and roll the dice there and sometimes I mean that's I think that's where George Aloka was picked right wasn't he a fifth round guy sixth round guy uh for the Bengals and so yeah. I'm not saying this is the same guy but they got a lot of mileage out of George Aloka he was a pretty good player for him for a little while there and so you know you never know what you're going to get here when you get a guy with with that speed and and that that size and Mel Kuyper Jr. when I was watching him Mel Kuyper he said you know he you're going to love the traits. You you love a lot of things about this kid. The production just didn't match all the, the measurables all the time on the film, according to him. So, you know, I'll, I'll take his word on that too. I like Mike, I haven't really watched much of this kid at all. So, um, 
you know, I, again, it's just traits. They, they saw the traits and think they can do something with it. Oh. Yeah, I, I, hey, uh, real quick, PFF has um, teams with B-plus draft grades. Buffalo Bills won, and the Bengals are, are second on that list. So, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. Um, oh, or not I, say it. Was it uh, Sands or was it Sanitori? It, it, it was him, but I was just going to mention that uh, this that Brandon Wilson or not Brandon Wilson, George Oloko was pick one sixty seven. This guy was pick one sixty six. Oh, I looked there you go. There you go. Look at that. He will be. He will be. Todd's coming up big for me. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the more you know, look like a genius. I love it. <laughs> Marvin Jones. I, I really wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry, but were we talking about <laughs> Marvin Jones? Because there was back-to-back picks with Iloka and Marvin Jones in that draft. No, in that draft, oh, when we yeah. took Iloka, yeah. we had back-to-back picks landing him and Marvin Jones. Yeah, right. And so was Jones 166 great. or 168? 166. Nope. Okay. No, Iloka was 166 or Marvin Jones was. Oh, Jones God. was 66. Okay. Okay. Perfect. This okay. is how it felt but, when you hey. uh, were going over the zoo DFAs in the middle of talking. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be nice. <laughs> trying to be nice. But hey, if honestly, if this guy gives us the talent of either one of those two, I mean, sign me up, right? But yeah, Sanatori, what or what what's your thoughts on him? Well, I don't know if it's the writing on the wall for Bates or Bell because I don't know where the hell he's going to play. I've seen two reports now that say that their idea is to put him at linebacker and just be a special teams ace. And I've seen two reports that show his weight is up over 220. If mm. he's over 220, oh, wow. that's a that's a thick-ass safety in a <laughs> yeah. small smaller linebacker. That is, that is that's, thick with two capital Cs on that, that bad boy. It, it's a small linebacker or a big safety, and it's that yeah. other word that I'm not even going to try and – say again because i'll get cut <laughs> off um but you know darius leonard plays around 225 232 so yeah. if i'm not saying he's darius leonard by any stretch of the imagination but if their plans are to keep him special teams or maybe drop him down as a box safety you know that doesn't affect jesse bates at all yeah it's especially when you're going fifth round or wherever he was taken like your, your plan isn't to replace jesse bates with a fifth round pick Trust me on that. Right. right. All right. Going with to the last pick of the uh, seventh round, not the last last pick. He wasn't Mr. O. Irrelevant, unfortunately. I, I really wanted them to trade back and get that pick, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, Jeffrey Gunner from Coastal Carolina. This guy, I think <laughs> out of all the picks, this is probably the best value pick of the entire draft because this guy was. I think he's a top 150 player. In, Hold in my on, it's, are you okay, Mike? Yeah, oh, yeah, Mike just uh, there for a uh, minute. Yeah, just breathed <laughs> in some beer. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the whole thing. I was I was reading a little bit about Jeff or Gunner as, as we were talking, and, and uh, I missed that whole that whole thing there. But anyway, Sands, are are you good to talk? Are you good to talk about the uh, the seventh round pick? Uh, yeah, but it's the same thing I said for like the past three guys. But I don't—I've never seen this guy. <laughs> what value are you bringing to the show? I love it. I was asked to come that's here. You. That's, that's, that's you. That's you. Every mock draft we did. You literally uh, said. You said. Uh, I don't know who I want to pick. Uh, I'm like, why are you on here? You asked me. You. 
Every week, who am I going to take 31? I don't know oh. who the other 30 guys are going to be at. Time. And I gave you like five different picks, and guess what? All of them were wrong. So here we are. Yeah, I'll assume he's a I'll oh, assume he's great. Yeah, se- seventh round guy. The uh, arrow liked him. The, I assume some other guys liked him. I'll say I liked him. <laughs> he wasn't a North Dakota State guy that I didn't watch, so you know, I, yeah, I like this. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, he had. It says here he had twelve starts, forty-one tackles, ten for a loss, six and a half sacks, uh, two forced fumbles, and I mean. Five, it says like there wasn't a whole a big write up on him. I clicked on him expecting a huge write up and talking about him, but there really wasn't. So, um, AC, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not gonna sugarcoat and say I know a ton about this guy, but I mean, some things I've read and heard have him, you know, potentially so, some people had the value around or two higher than where the Bengals got him. So, you like mm-hmm. hearing that sort of sort of thing and. Here's the thing, though, with it, you know, I know maybe edge rusher, you would have liked to have seen that address a little earlier, but I mean, you you add this guy into the mix, and then now you've got Joseph Osai coming back, you got White Hubert coming back, you still have Trey Hendrickson, you still, I mean, you still have your, your crew there that you had last year that was productive for you, and you add this guy in the mix, and now you've got competition, a lot of spots on the, on the defensive line, whether it's with Sample and Kareem and, you know, all these guys, so mm-hmm. they've got a lot of, you know, kind of options in the cupboard, so to speak, to be able to say, okay, what's our, what's our best, who are our best guys? Or if for some reason Hubert and or Osai aren't ready in the spring or what have you, um, you know, you, you've got another guy to lean on to, to take some snaps and see what you get out of them. So, um, you know, I, 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 I like, I like the idea. I like what I've heard in terms of value for this player, but I, you know, I also am kind of like, well, you've also got some others there for those who wanted edge rusher to be addressed earlier. Um, you've also got some some other players that are coming back and just kind of loading the cabinet. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had him close to top 100 on our board. If I, th- I think it may mm. have even been 98. And keep in mind, it's not that we create the board just like oh i like this guy better than this guy it's a computer-based formula with a shit ton of stuff that goes into it <laughs> and between his production ratings his pro football focus and this ratings is the, the analytical the, board with mike and uh yes joe yeah. and everybody right. Right? And, and yeah in yeah, between the the grades the tape grades that mike put in and espn and that joe goodberry did and his pro football focus everything that we could scrape together for this it spat out that he should have been like a back end third round grade. Mm, and okay. his his production wasn't far off. He was in the 71st percentile for production. I think it was like 70.8, which was mm-hmm. a tick behind my Jay Sanders. So I mean their their grades were really close to each other. So if you're bummed you didn't get my Jay, you got this guy, and the computer yeah. says that they are one A and one B if you're taking them both together. Yeah. And so they, to my- get him in the seventh round is huge yeah i was going to say my jay was the guy that um i don't know what is what did he end up weighing weighing in at at the uh the their pro day because i know he he went to the the combine and had all those those issues with health he lost a bunch of weight but what did he end up officially weighing in at at the uh at the uc pro day do you anybody know 247 
247, okay. And was it even like 228 he was like, when he was at the... He got sick, yeah. I think yeah. He dropped like 20 pounds or something, which, oh man. Yeah. That's and a serious I was going to say, Maje was the guy that... I was I was looking, watching all the UC games and everything last year. It's funny because you look at a guy like Darian Beavers and you think, man, this guy needs to be playing on the edge. And you see, looking side by side, him and Maje, it looks like they should be playing the exact opposite positions, right? Looks like Maje should be back in linebacker because he's so slim, but he's he's so powerful. And I think that this Jeffrey Gunner guy, I think I think that he has the potential to do the same thing. Yeah, I had him as a fifth round guy on my board. So, and I had actually done a, a write up on him as well. So six four two sixty four seven forty. Like those are good traits. You're getting a guy in the seventh round that I think's a fifth round guy. Uh, excellent bull rush, explosive, lacks top end speed, but do you really need that when you're rushing the passer? No. And then yeah. the only thing that I had negative, the only thing was like he needs to develop his pass rush moves more. He relies on his bull rush more often than mm-hmm. anything else. So I think damn good prospect, especially in the seventh round. I I loved it. Feels like yeah, he'll but, compete with uh, Hubert probably for that last edge spot. Yeah. Yep. I can see that. Gonna bring our, our, our guy Iceman on. He wanted to join, so he's What's called up, me in. All right, no, we're yeah. on Bengals, Bengals and Brews here, so hold on a second. Yeah. Caller, right. call screen what, bigger. What, Literally what's cracking it on the air. I was gonna say, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, this is uh, Iceman. Long time. First time. First long time, long time. time. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be on your show. I'm a huge fan, you know. For, I, I, I'm like, I really want to get Dale's autograph and arrows. Like, next time I see you guys, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. AC, you definitely got to get yours and, and, and Sands and Centauri. Well, whatever the hell your name is, you don't have Centauri on there now. It's Nadel, El, whatever. It's Dale Altman spelled Dale backwards. Dale Altman backwards, yeah. <laughs> it's been there for like 45 minutes. And no Dude, I, I, I made a comment yeah, about, it, yeah. about 45 I, minutes I ago that you, that you said something. Or you you got to remember this is a, I was going to say, you got to remember this is a show about drinking beer. So do you really think people can take the time to read that backwards? Fine. Other than the sober people. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, boys? But, uh, you guys, uh, you guys uh, like the draft so far? I mean, I've been watching for a little while. I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the draft. I mean, I, I think for what the Bengals where they picked, and and I'm shocked that they 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 moved up. That's that's the biggest one. I'm shocked. AC, you talked. Not they once. Don't, they don't move twice. Up. Yeah, twice. Yeah, AC's been on my show a couple times. They don't move up, and they did twice. <laughs> And yeah. it, in the second round, when they move up, it's usually right. like day three, right? It's right. not, it's mm-hmm. not round two. Um, so that, mm-hmm. that was surprising to me. The one thing, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're doing grades for the class or anything like that, but the one thing that I, there, there are two things that I wish they got out of this class. And that was someone with some decent tight end potential right. um, yeah. and some wide oh. receiver that, that potentially gave them, either return ability or just hell take a flyer on Justin Ross. Right. I mean, just, they still could. Just, yeah. yeah. They still could, but, um, Hey, well, just you know, wait a second. I said, Tori might, might interrupt us and tell us here in a minute. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Three I, I just, guys I, I, have been signed. I've kept my mouth shut. <laughs> selfishly wanted a little bit more pass catching ability and or return ability out of the class. But, you know, I understand yeah. what they were trying to do. So I had to give, give a shout out to my, my, my seat neighbors here, you know, because uh, Arrow got the first round pick right. And then Dale got the second round pick right. I got none of the picks right. So I just <laughs> want to put that. I, I, so, so as far as section 158, the seat neighbors were, were, were uh, two, 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 two of them got it right. And one of them didn't even yeah. go close, which was me. Hey, 
just I just want to say that we did a, a giveaway for the for the uh, the jackpot Joey stuff, and for the first round pick, what what'd you say, Dale? What we have? Forty people. Forty seven. Forty seven people, and nobody picked that. No one got it. No, no. With this guy. That's all I'm going to say about that. So, you weren't so, entered in the draw. I one, was not but... able to win. I, so I told it's Sarah, I said, you're, you're saying I, the contest is rigged, so you got all the stuff. <laughs> no. I told Sarah, I even told Sarah, I said, hey, maybe you want to want to say Dax Hill. And she's like, I can't do that. I'm like, yeah. No so, like, secondly, we rolled it. We rolled hat. Anthony, is not, <laughs> Anthony looks weird when he doesn't have a hat on. He, He's got to get his jackpot Joey hat on. I, I know. He's got that I'll, Rico uh, Suave going on. Oh, something like that. More like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'd call it. I don't know what I'd call it. More like tired, but tired hair. Let's, <laughs> let's go to an overall grade. What What's your overall grade on the uh, the Bengals draft, guys? I'm gonna say that uh, that Mike's is incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a great for you. Uh, I have a great for you in uh, a week and a half or so. That's Perfect. Fair. I was going to say fair. we'll we'll look out for probably the best on, way to do it. Honestly, Bengals <laughs> and um, maybe one of your write ups for uh, for is, are you're you're are you still are you writing for SI? Yeah, all Bengals. So okay, yeah, all I mean, Bengals. Perfect. Like almost all these guys, Jeez. we'll see. We'll have a write up. So Arrow, you should at least know who your guests are writing for. What the hell? <laughs> well, <laughs> I couldn't remember. You got a guess. That, <laughs> I was gonna say I couldn't remember if it was for if it was for Cincy Jungle or for SI or so so yeah um, that's awesome I, I, I mess up all the time on my show so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, let's start with Iceman Iceman what's your overall grade I I put it out on a video I did earlier today I, I, right now I'm I'm at an A just because mm. I love the versatility Homer. Yeah, I'm a homer. I am. But, but, but I love the versatility that Louis and Aruma has gotten in the defense. I mean, it, yeah. it's what he wants. Is what he, I call it the amoeba defense. You know, it, it, the, the morphing defense where he likes guys that can play multiple positions. And that's what they've gotten. So as far as, as that goes, yes, I like that. And then, like I said, we said here, you guys said on the show, Jesse Bates might be gone. Von Bell might be gone. And we got two safeties that potentially could replace them. I mean, Hill, I'm for sure, is going to replace one of them. Um, but th- so as far as those go, I, I like it. The, the guard from, uh, North or South Dakota, North Dakota, where the hell he's from the, you know, the guy's got shit in his neck, like, uh, Frank Pollock said, um, I like it. I, I don't know. I'm hoping he can, he can, uh, challenge Jackson Carmen. I mean, I hope, I hope Jackson Carmen steps up. So I, yeah. I like, I like that part. So, I mean, I like it. I mean, hell they're picking last in numbers every round. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. They did pretty damn good, I think, for for where they were picking. That's just me. Dead air, dead okay. air, dead air. I was gonna say, Sam, well, do you want to? <laughs> uh, for the guys the I did Sam? watch, uh, I liked yeah. it, like Let's a B plus somewhere around yeah. there. Um, for the five guys I haven't watched, no real opinion. I did definitely <laughs> want to come out of this with a tight end, just with some yep, juice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yep. oh, we were yeah. never getting my guy Greg Dulcich, but nah. uh, you know, Calcaterra was there that they could have taken a flyer on late. You know, I know the concussions are concerned, but he's a he's a nice receiving tight end. I watched so many of these tight ends; they didn't even take one. So it's like hey, I, hey, I was yeah. looking. Real, up, I was real, looking in the wrong place. Real, real quick, Sands, how many effing uh, tight ends do the Jets need? They took like all of ours. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, between got, the Jets and the Ravens, I'm yeah, going to well, say the, the Ravens. Three freaking tight ends. 
They signed two of them and they drafted Rucker. What? What is? How many tight ends do you need? They're taking oh, tight ends like Infinity Stones, man. <laughs> of yeah, all the of, of all these index cards, a whole bunch of them are tight ends. <laughs> so I feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Anthony, what's your thought? Uh, there's a such a grade between B and B plus. I mean, I'm kind of like right there. I, I feel like B plus is maybe just a smidge. Gen- I, I don't know. I feel like. It, even though it's that such would a be slight a variation. B plus? B, B, B plus. Like. B plus. <laughs> B plus. Um, yeah. Um, I, I just, I really, like like Sans just said, I really wanted them to get some tight end help. I really wanted them to get some wide receiver help just to to round out that, that group a bit there. I just, I feel like they missed an opportunity there. The other thing that I'm not liking, and it's not a knock against the Bengals and how they operated this weekend, but man – the Ravens got themselves quite a bunch of players this mm. weekend in their draft class. And so that to me just is like, oh boy. Um, I Steelers was just like, I don't, I couldn't figure that one out, but yeah. Um, and then Cleveland, yeah, was just, I, I didn't they were a mess. The Cleveland was a mess, but I like, yeah. I like what the Bengals did. I didn't like absolutely love it. I, I liked it and I respected what they were going to do. And I, I, you got to take it for what it is, and that is, again, yeah. a team that is in a much better place roster-wise than they have been in the past couple of years. So they're taking some more chances. They're going with traits and athleticism and versatility over, you know, we got to get this guy at this position, you know. And, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. So I would go between B and B+. Plus. This that, that Ravens class is killing me. And the the lack of a, a tight end or a, and a wide receiver, whether that's, you know, kind of a bigger bodied guy that could help you out behind the top three and or one that has some some returnability, um, you know, that that kind of bugs me. But otherwise, I, I understood what they were doing and I, I like I like quite a few of the picks. Yep. I think they had a, a definite plan with what they wanted to do. I always wanted to see what it would look like if we got into a position where we didn't have huge needs going into a draft. And I think they nailed what they wanted to do. They went after versatility. They went after depth. They went after, you know, a, a very uh, kind of a prototype of player. They went after long, fast, <laughs> and strong players that just can fit yeah. multiple spots. They didn't go after they, – they didn't fall for the, the shiny toy. They didn't fall for the sexy, splashy pick. They just went in and, you know, just took care of business. It was nice. Santori, do you have any rundown on these undrafted free agents that you've been talking about? Do you know any of them? Because you, you the names you've been about this earlier. In the no, show. I'm <laughs> asking him now because if he knows any of them, because I'm not like none of those names. I don't have anything on them. Yeah, um, I don't have anything on them really. I know uh, this is the, one of them. Yeah, uh, Justin Rigg, the tight end out of Kentucky. And then Cochran, the guard out of Georgia, um, they're, they're both big guys. Again, when they need linemen or big body guys, they go big. When they need something with a little bit of versatility, they go fast. They're mm-hmm. it, it seems like a, a very cliche thing to do, but that's what they're going for. Yeah, I was going to say, um, it, it to me it seems like all they did was they said, okay, where are we at on our board, okay. Is there green on this guy's RAS? Okay, there is. Let's draft him. Because every single guy that they drafted, I mean, when you look at their relative athletic score, I mean, they're all they all look great. So I I give it a I'm I'm partial because of the, the whole Dax Hill. So that that's way in my opinion 
a little bit. So I'll I'll go with a uh, I'll go with an A, a solid A. I was going to say A minus because I don't know about the uh, the guy, the offensive tackle from North Dakota State. But you know, I I watched the uh, thing where he's like, you know, I love the cold and talking about all that stuff. The the little video clip there. So he he sold me. That's for sure. So I'll go with a solid A. Cold don't I matter when you have an indoor practice facility. I'll give That's it a 10. I'll give it a fucking 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll give it a 9.5, but I still got wood. <laughs> a little varsity blues throwback. I, I got you. I knew I knew the, re- the yeah, reference. I knew exactly. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Yep, Billy Bob. <laughs> I'll give it a solid B for mm-hmm. I mean, we're going I, letter I, grades, but I still like the 9.5 with wood. Yeah, I, mean, I, I like it because the first three guys, I like the versatility. That's that's where I think they they yeah. they, they did really well there. That, that's the first three ones; they're able to play multiple positions. That's what I like it so much. Yeah, just my opinion, and but I am I am no expert compared to uh, this guy or I was going to say this guy or those guys, that guy or that guy. Definitely, the guys in the middle just, just definitely ignore not that everything we two, say, right? Yeah, us two, everything no, we, we, we say just, just completely ignore yeah. it. Everybody <laughs> else, yeah. We're, they know what we're, we're, we're I will say that's one of the things I love about our fan base is like we have such passionate fans and we like a lot of people put in a lot of work. And I mean, Joe Goodberry's got to be at the top of that list on guys that's yeah. just like constantly. Yeah, he said, I'm retired. Fans. I mean, Anthony, yeah. you guys are like, you guys crush it. Like I love our yeah, fan base. Know. We got a lot of passionate fans that really take the time yeah. to look into stuff. I, I got a question for Anthony real quick. How cool was it to hang out with Trey Wingo? I, I just want to know that. Was, I, I saw you awesome. live. That looked, awesome. that looked yeah. cool as hell, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. And, and uh, what, talked to some other people. Which Clatt were, too. Clatt and Jeremiah yeah. and Jeremiah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know who's the coolest guy? And I don't want to take a bunch of time from whatever. But uh, David Shaw, the Stanford coach. That yeah. guy is. Dude, yeah. that guy is top notch. And uh, I told him after I interviewed him for a couple minutes that I was like, hey, you coach my my cousin. I don't know if you guys remember the name, Kyle Murphy. Um, he oh, played yeah. for the Packers. Offensive yeah. lineman played, yeah. played for the Packers for a little while. And and he, dude, Shaw remembered his mom's name. And he recruited the guy probably like oh, eight wow. to ten years ago. He remembered his mom's yeah. first name. And tell your cousin that hi. And I was just like blown away think about how many guy, people that guy meets right yeah thousands, thousands just just, just a dude and yeah. he just he just knows the spot I, I didn't really realize he was previously affiliated i think with the ravens in some capacity um and then you know now he's got the, the he's got the job at stanford and uh, i'm an sc guy but i respect the hell out of that guy man he's that's yeah. awesome that's awesome yeah, it sharp, looked like you had guy. an absolute blast out there anthony i was i was yeah really jealous. it was, like, it was dude, cool. cool it was hey, cool hey, Anthony, since I got you on here, we're, we're, are you we going to? Since I got you on here, what are you doing? He's been so busy, you know. We've been text messaging. I'm like, hell, I'll just ask him. Like, are you going to be my show Tuesday? You know. Uh, yes. Yes. All right. Cool. Yes. Yes. Continue with your show. <laughs> hey, that's hey, why you wanted on here, Savannah. You greedy fuck. You self-serving piece of shit. How else is he going to recruit Dale? <laughs> That's not the other. I, I just figured out we're ahead of conversation. Why have you here? Why have you here? You know. Oh, <laughs> 
this is what you get within the hour of 50 mark. Last, last week we had hashtag live stream. This week we had we have we have Jeff promoting. You know, hey, we love we love it. We love it though. It's Saturday, brother. Hey, look, worst he can say was no. What are you talking about? Like, hey, I haven't told no before. It's fine. Whatever. It's the only reason that I love doing this show so much because I yeah. get a good laugh out of it at least three or four times. So that's well, what we, life's about, man. We haven't even had Arrow's farm segment yet. Oh God! <laughs> hey, listen. I didn't know that was a segment. Oh, well, it was the one timer. Farm segment of the week. Farm is... segment on Bengals Podcast Nation. Yeah. The farm segment of the week. I'll, I'll say this: springtime turkey, fall deer. That's all I'm. Gonna say. <laughs> Dude, I, look, I live in the city. You were hunting. I you were killing shit. I didn't know what it was. I we been. live like 20 minutes from each other, and I know that. Come on. I have okay. I literally have woods behind my house. People go go hunting back there all the time. I still don't know what 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 time of year it is that you can hunt stuff. So just saying. Oh man. Hey, this is this is what you get with the Bengals and Bruce. Stands stands and AC are probably like, yeah, I'm not coming back on here. They're, 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 they're no, this is awesome. I, I, the thing is, is I need to I need to not be in Vegas recovery <laughs> mode. I've had like each one of those beers that you guys had. I had about like uh, too many to count. All of them. That's when you go live. Yeah. We need to have a, a, a Cincy Jungle after dark show. That's what. That's what you yeah. For, live from Vegas. Anthony, yes, while, people- while I have you on my podcast. Would you- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you, let's start a late night Bengals talk. Oh lord! Hey, we, we've done late night with Strawberry Ice, and these, these two have been on my show. Oh man! Yeah, those yeah I were... need guests for my show too. I'll just. Everybody, go ahead and promote all their all their stuff. We'll, we'll go ahead and do that. Where's James yeah. Rapine? We need to come on him to come on here too and try to get you guys on. <laughs> yeah. Mike, you've got the impressive resume. You plug first, Mr. SI. Uh, yeah. I mean, just follow my Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands. If you don't have Twitter or like it, you know, check out all Bengals, <laughs> Sports Illustrated, uh, anything by Mike Santagata. Uh, film breakdowns and hype videos, basically, for uh, these prospects. He's just drinking yeah. Fireball? Yes, he just downed Fireball. Okay, so I, I, we're probably going. We're, be, we're at that bar, point of the show. Yeah, the, the bar's going to be over on Strawberry Ice. Tonight. We need I'm to keep the you. farm animals away from Dale yeah, at this point. The, yeah, <laughs> Dale's probably going live on Strawberry Ice. I'm There's cows across the street. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> with a good time. Oh, Dale's, report, Dale's going to record uh, Bengals and Brews after dark, but forget to hit the record button just to go microphone for an hour. No, 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 Sands, he did that already. He did that already. I'm not kidding. Me One time. For like 20 minutes. Goes, oh, crap. I didn't hit live. I'm like, really? Like, we had a crazy part to the show and everything, and nobody heard it except me and him. That was the that was the best Bengals and Bruce podcast oh, we've ever had. Awesome. Probably, honestly, because <laughs> it, it didn't go out. Nobody heard it except me and him. We were we were rolling, man. Oh man, Jeff, uh, you Jeff, don't get to remote anything. We're moving on to Anthony. <laughs> It's supper time. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing some stuff on Cincy Jungle. Um, and then I've, we've got our show, The Orange and Black Insider. It's a podcast. Um, it's on YouTube, all the audio platforms. And I've had some of you on. I got to get the rest of you on the show. Um, so 
yeah, come on anytime. Open invitation. Oh, God. Have you guys on. But, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, just and, and if you haven't there. checked out. Yeah, no, not, not, not at all. Um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, got, like I said, just got some um, cool little interview snippets. Come on over, Cheeks. Come on over. Sorry, Anthony. He's no, trying to promote his show. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just trying to fucking no. party. Do you want Anthony to come back on or not? Shut up. All right. Go ahead, Anthony. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's hey, it. James, come on over. <laughs> oh, guys, I'm in trouble. My wife just came down and told me to fucking shut the fuck up. You're in the garage. Bring her on the show. <laughs> yeah, bring her on. I'm grounded now. God. This is the this is the phone we have in section one fifty eight. Just letting you let you yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm jealous. Hey, speaking of speaking of which, before we before we end the podcast and everything, um, real quick, what's your guys' prediction? While he while, literally said, while, while I have you on, while I have you on, while I have you guys on, no, we'll we'll finish that. What's Circle your guys' predictions for the uh, for the twenty twenty three first round pick? Oh, <laughs> for the night games for. 2022, how many? Well, the prime time That's for another week. You always bring up dumb shit. You do this every fucking hey. episode, and I promise I won't be mean. And then you bring us some stupid I'm shit. Just, that has listen, We're right over here in the middle of promoting shit. You and then respect you start me saying, nice. Oh, you damn. respect me nice. for some dumb shit? <laughs> I'm trying to prolong it a little bit because we're at $19,941 for the funding for the medical and travel. Well, hell, why do you just say that? Hey, people, give us more money so Arrow can get off, okay? Hey, the, the fundraiser that they're doing. Hey, why you say that? Um, came out wrong. Whoa, we're 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 in the bruised part of the episode anyway. So Santori uh, has a show Santori. with his bag called Rally yes. Around the Natty. Yes, yes. Rally and, Around and, the Natty. And 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 last time I heard it, the sound was much better than, than the the second show. I was, I was telling you, yeah, <laughs> the second show you, you couldn't hear. I, I listened to about you five minutes of it, shit. and I'm like, I'm done, dude. I texted like, dude, your sound is messed up. He's like, I know. You scrubbed that one from the record, though, right? <laughs> nope, yeah. it's still out there. Go listen. <laughs> I want to see. I want everybody to see how we improve over time. <laughs> that's oh, a that's a great promotion of the show. <laughs> hey, your audio your yeah. audio sucks, but yeah, I think it's gotten better. Hey, hey, hey. The, the first show I did, I had I was in my kitchen. I had a fan in the background, and that was it. Well, my, my first show was horrendous. I'm not making fun of anybody's first show. So we we no, bought, mine was terrible. We we bought pretty nice audio equipment. My dad's been wanting to do this for a while. And we went downstairs in the basement, which is kind of like all hardwood, and everything echoed because we didn't have the right acoustics. So then we're like, "All right, you know what? Next week we'll go upstairs. We'll, we'll go in the living room. There's you know carpet and couches and shit. It won't be as echoey." Wait, and then I, there? and then I was self conscious because you could hear my fat ass breathing on the mic during the first episode, <laughs> where I'm like, <laughs> I sound like a dying dog. So I leaned back in my chair and held my mic like this. I think you're just supposed to put ASMR on that, you know, for the podcast. <laughs> and then my dad's like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna stay further back. Let's get this right." And then when it came through the headset, it sounded fine. And then when we rendered through audition, it sounded like just absolute dog shit. And I was like, "It's already rendered. I don't really know what to do. I don't want to record another two hours. So I guess I'll just put it out there." So then I'm like. I'm taking like YouTube classes on Adobe Audition and how to use our mixer right for the next two weeks. Finally, have got it down to where it sounds acceptable. Yeah, so, 
If, if you want to feel really good about your podcast, go listen to S- episode two, titled <laughs> "Respect." Ironically, <laughs> uh, but but no, it's it's a fun podcast. It, it's mainly just my dad and I complaining. Um, so if you just want to hear me and, and my dad complain about the Reds for about five minutes, and then we jump into the Bengals for about forty-five. And then the final 10 minutes are typically just whatever the hell's going on. Making fun of me cutting grass. <laughs> yeah, we did. We made fun yeah. of you cutting grass for about 10 minutes. <laughs> kind of like it's been on here for like the last 20 minutes of this show. Since, since right. Like, it's kind of what I, it yeah. dissolves I just too. turned the whole show upside down when I got here. And then I typically make too, my man. dad sing for the final like four <laughs> seconds. And that's the outro song. <laughs> yeah, like, this is, song, go. This is why I prefer to just leech on the podcast and not do my own. All these problems. <laughs> hey, Sands, man. Hey, Sands, you're here. Anytime you want to come on. Let's go. I got to end this, man. My buddy's coming over. We're going to party. Oh, wait, we're not, we're, right. not, we're not doing hey. after hours strawberry ice? Fine, I'll do that too. Right, I'm let's, go, let's go. Hey, oh, Anthony Lord. Sands, you want to jump on to you? We just roll this over to my channel. Yeah, there you go. Well, you guys, well, you I'm, guys I'm going. I'm going right. on mine next. So, all right, oh, guys, everybody's all right. doing the Send show. Me a I'll jump Everybody. on. <laughs> you weren't fucking invited to death, Jeff. You just invited me. All right, you fucked up, Anthony. I'm just gonna tell you now. You guys can hop over if you want. I'll send you the link if you want to hop yeah. over. Let's do it. Hey. Send it to okay, me. I'll jump on we'll continue. You don't want that. You don't oh, want yeah, no. I'll, I'll jump on. Send it to me. I got you. I got this you. chaos. Oh, if if you don't hate me too much, I'll jump on. No. <laughs> We're good. Let's go. Let's go. Open it up. All our shows together. Hey, this has been Bengals hey. Brew. Thank you for tuning in. Damn good draft. Hooday. Love y'all. Derek, say something stupid to send us out. Hey, this is Bengals and Brew's podcast. If you want to cut me out halfway through when I'm talking, that's that's normally what happens. Oh, can I plug one thing really quick? Shut the fuck up! I plug anything! I need to plug one thing! One thing! What? You didn't plug your fucking mouth! We're going to (laughs) fucking jump! Shut the fuck up! (laughs) (laughs) This is the Bengals and Bruce Cop Podcast. Everybody have a wonderful night. (laughs) That's it? That's fucking weak!